What's going on? Welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. And oh my God, it's a little bit late. It's a little bit late, but here I am. I was nursing my voice this morning. I didn't know what was going on, but it felt like I was like, oh, 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 for whatever reason it was. So I said, you know what? I don't want to go on the podcast sounding like some, 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 some shit that just came out of a cave. All right. So here I am right now getting back into the Brendan Bashar HPX series, guys. We're going to be discussing non-essentials. There are five different types of non-essentials and questions you need to ask yourself in, in regards to everything that you engage in on a daily basis. So if we look at these five, I'm going to break, out, break down number one first. So this is the need. So let me break this down. Depending on, I don't know what you guys do exactly. I don't know, to be honest with you, with the audience that I have on this specific podcast, I'm not exactly sure who you guys are because you guys don't really follow me much on other social media platforms as opposed to obviously my ESL podcast where people follow me. The majority of them listen to my TOEFL podcast. But here, depending on what work you're engaged in, you need to figure out exactly what you are doing on a routine basis and is what you're doing actually needed, right? Think about all the things that are taking up place in your life right now. So, I mean, I went back to, oh my God, last year doing the things that was just taking up so much space and I just kept committing to it rather than saying no because I felt bad for the other person's feelings. To be honest with you, the only way that you're going to generate that type of discipline and get things done by scheduling it in is to say no to things that are non-essential. So this could be just about anything. This could be, um, you know, maybe, you know, picking up an extra project or doing some write-ups that someone else could be doing at work or, you know, studying for an exam that you really have no busy studying for, whatever that may, whatever that reason may be. But me, if I look at any of the non-essentials in my life, well, I realized that I was doing a non-essential. Luckily, this class had ended, but in the middle, not, I wouldn't say in the middle of the night, but towards the evening, I had a class from 6 to 8.30 p.m. This class barely gives me any money. Not only that, but by the time I get home, it's about 9.08 p.m. By the time I get in bed, it's about 9.15. I write a little bit of my goals. I get really sleepy. But by the time I fall asleep and at the time I fall asleep, which is very, very quickly because I'm getting the hang of it very, it's really easy for me now. But to be honest with you, I fall asleep at about, what, 9.35, wake up, but I don't get a full night to sleep. Or it's not so much about a full night of sleep. It's about, did I get a deep sleep? So I woke up this morning and my voice sounded very off. That's number one. Number two, it felt like I didn't, obviously my eyes felt very, uh, what is it? They felt very tired. I'm like, oh boy, I'm gonna have to try to take a nap during the afternoon. But luckily today I have no evening classes and I no longer have any evening classes anymore. So those non-essentials are is something that I need to begin to say no to. I only took this class because I felt pity. Like, I'm like, okay, well, let me just take this so they don't complain anymore. And to be honest with you, I hadn't been there in about 13 months anyway. So I'm like, okay, let me just take up this class. But guess what? It was taken away from my sleep and my overall production the next day. So now that that's over, I know from now on, no classes after 8 p.m. Unless I agree upon it or obviously 
you know, if it's my online coaching, that's the only way I'm going to take it. So I want people to really understand what this means. Like, is what I'm doing, is it needed? Like, was I forced to take that class that was paying me next to nothing? No. And then why did I take it? You see what I mean? Again, Saturday and Sunday are the only days that I'm committed to. Okay, do you have a class? Okay, and although that, you know, at 3.30, you know, I'm, I am free like in the evening, but I'm like, nah, I really don't want an evening class on Saturday. I would like to have like a Saturday, like I would like to be free on a Saturday evening from now on because I had Saturday evening classes for the last three years. And so again, I'm just staying committed to how much like that threshold that I need to be committed to. And then after that, no more. So think about the need, okay? What's taking up space? This can even be things throughout your day. Are you watching too much bullshit politics? Are you watching too much Netflix? You know, are you watching Netflix and not putting a time on it? So this basically means, okay, am I overdoing Netflix? Am I watching it three hours a day instead of saying, okay, I'm watching Netflix until 1230. After that, it's shut off. I don't give a damn where I'm at in the series or in the movie. This is how you discipline yourself. So let's go to number two, ownership. Are you in charge with what you're doing? If you don't own it, you don't have to do it. Again, it goes back to setting those boundaries and say no. Ownership is very, very important, people, because, you know, everything I do, I absolutely own it. Business client, I own them. International school student, I own them. Or I own him. You know, all the other things that I'm engaged in throughout the course of the day, I own everything except on Saturday and Sunday. So again, if I don't own it, to a certain extent, I'm going to have to say, you know what, let me set boundaries. So what do I mean by the boundaries? Again, coming back to it. Well, guess what? I work for a place where I was bitched at just a couple of days ago in the morning because apparently they looked into my class and they were like, oh, you're not teaching from the book. I said, enough with this bullshit book. Six to seven years I've been living in this country and you motherfuckers are still on this book shit. It doesn't matter where you are. Until someone complains, shut the fuck up and stay out of my face. This is my class. I own it. Okay? There's a boundary. You don't cross that boundary unless someone complains. And when they do, good. All right, find another teacher. I'm out of here. So, again, if you give me a class, I take ownership into doing that class my way. If you don't like it, find someone else. And that's the strict, like that's me in a nutshell. I'm gonna do it my way or it's the highway. So think about it, people. If you have that type of leverage, please take it. Don't abuse it, but take it. Because sometimes we get overwhelmed by other people's opinions and other people's ways of how to do something, but you just keep saying, okay, 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 but you get frustrated instead of saying something. I need you guys to say something. So number three, passion. You need to score what you need to score all these non-essentials on a scale one to five. Five, very important. Let me keep it in. Maybe this is something I need to continue doing or one, you know what, this is something I need to get rid of. So what are you doing on a continuous basis that you just do not have passion for? People, I was just talking about this for an hour and a half with one of my students last night. Working for myself is the best feeling in the world. Working at a business client is even a greater feeling in the world, right? But what it comes down to is the simple fact that on Saturday and Sunday, with these little kids, 
I feel like I'm not passionate about that. They tell me to follow the book. I do. I do. Because again, if you do any more with the little children, they're going to complain. Although they probably don't know what the hell they're doing in regards to the complaint. But next thing you know, they tell their mother one thing that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And the mother's going to be like, oh, fuck you. You're a bad teacher. Da, 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 and they'll take it away. So what I do, I just open up that book. And honestly, I'm not really excited about those two and a half hours Saturday morning. But guess what? It's kind of needed because it's my visa and work permit job. My 1 p.m. class, luckily, it's going to be finishing up by the time you guys hear this. Uh, and, you know, for uh, let's just say that I'm happy that I'm going to be going on probably a two to three week hiatus because that means I'm going to be free in the afternoon. There are specific classes that I no longer take. I don't like teaching university students here in Thailand anymore because they're so privileged and they're so boring. They don't like to engage. If you don't like to engage, get the fuck out of my face because guess what? I feel like I'm going to lose even more passion for what I do. And to be honest with you, no, I'm not passionate about when I teach the younger individuals. I'm not. I'm not. And I'm not going to bring that passion because even if I bring the energy, the joy or whatever it is, they're so ungrateful. Although they don't know that they're ungrateful, but they're ungrateful of the energy. They don't know what energy means. So I come in, I'm all excited. They just look at me and I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm going to just tone it down and say, okay, just open your books, do it. And unfortunately, that's the job that I have right now here in Bangkok. So is that going to change? Absolutely. One of my students said, hey, if you switch your job, what are you going to do? I'm be like, well, that's when I leave. I'm not going to invest in this shitty ass country with this shitty ass government and the shitty ass higher ups here. No fucking way I'm going to do any of that. By that time, I will have a full fledged online business. So in saying that, what are you doing on a consistent basis that you are not passionate about? Number four, growth. What are you doing on a continuous, I'm sorry, is it or is what you're doing helping you grow? This is it right here. This is the segment because like I said, going back to Saturday and Sunday, is that helping me grow? Nope. Am I growing in terms of management with my online students? Yes. My friend would go so far. Well, you're kind of growing with the younger individuals because guess what? That, you have to grow some sort of patience to overcome the craziness that those students beset on you. And I'm like, yes, you do have a point, but is it helping me grow? No. What helps me grow? Business clients. What helps me grow? Online coaching. What helps me grow? personal development and having that routine and learn it on a consistent basis every day. That helps me grow. So what helps you grow on a consistent basis? Is it developing your character? Will it allow you to serve more? Will it change or add to your competencies such as the knowledge, the skills, abilities? All I would have to do is just go back to Saturday and Sunday and I know that that's not really helping me. The business classes are because yes, that business class by far was the best class I ever had at this language center in three years. Because I have one, uh, one student, she's a pharmacist and she works for one of the big logistics companies out here. She's talking about starting a business. So we did her startup. Another guy works for Isuzu. He's talking about his startup business in terms of teaching physics and math to university students. And then this guy over here, reselling books online, and he works for Thai Bev. And I'm like, see, that class right there was such fire to me because it helped me realize, Arsenio, let's kickstart this goddamn passive income. 
And as of today, now I'm committing at least one hour to writing up my course and to doing my video pronunciation series, which should have come out already, but I've just been pushing it aside. So that's going to help me expand, expand my knowledge by being in business classes and business clients. My skills, how can I get better at presenting information, at doing my podcasts? You know, by doing that HBX series, I realized that with my course, I could do it much different and it, it could be possibly much more engaging. So I'm going to do that from now on. So again, ask yourself, is there anything else that you could add to help you grow? I told you guys last year, everyone who was in my life last year or came into my life last year, they're now gone. They're gone. And so this year I had to say, man, what can thread that needle further? And that's why I joined the HBX series. Brendan Bouchard got down all this information. I got the, obviously the desire map broke that we're going to be discussing and whatnot. And from there, that's when I started kickstarting everything in regards to my personal development again. And I feel absolutely amazing. So ask yourself, can you add anything else that could help you grow? And that last one, number five, is your impact. It all comes down to is what you're doing every day, moving that needle forward. Now, I am unbelievably grateful for my ESL podcast because guess what? I had 894 plays the day before. That was another monster that had to be probably on the top 10 all-time list, maybe about number 10 or number nine. But today, as of today, 1,600. I believe that that is either number three or number two on the all-time day, in, like all-time play or download in one day. I kicked off the month of March with a goddamn shebang with 1,600 plays just like that. And I'm looking at all the people that are downloaded. I'm talking, it's just countries all over the place, 173 countries now. And so is that moving the needle forward? Well, I had to listen to a podcast and figure out, okay, what are five skills that I need to develop? Don't try delegating tasks by hiring on other people because next thing you know, you hire on someone and you don't know what the hell you're supposed to do with them. Okay. So I said, all right, well, what can I do next? What is it that is actually working? That's what I'm going to be discussing in another podcast coming up real soon. So, guys, with that being said, you got five things you need to break down. You got five things that you need to start writing down. I'm going to start giving you guys questions on a routine basis, too, but I've given you guys a hell of a lot today. So, with that being said, thanks for tuning in to another wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Stay tuned for more over and out.